W Houston. This is ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred and Friends. That's right. And guess what? I'm actually got, I've got friends here today. Patrick Creighton's a friend. Voldemort's a friend. We're going to have some fun. It's my last studio show. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Fred? You just did three hours, so I'm, I'm going to have to carry you, aren't I? <laughs> Uh, no, my caffeine level's pretty good, and I got two more of these in the fridge, so... No, your heart's going to explode. What the hell? Hey, my heart is made out of steel. Uh, okay, if you say so. And Aaron, good to see you back in there. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad you're alive. Yeah. I was a little worried I about mean, you. I wasn't that. it wasn't that serious, but yes, I was climbing the walls and pissed off that I couldn't be here all last week because, you know... All these changes are going to be announced, and by the way, we don't have AJ. Things are going to get thrown in a blender. Why not have somebody here who can be a rock and you know keep everything stable and keep the ship upright? And, of course, I couldn't be here to try to be that person. No, as a matter of fact, you pretty much screwed everybody, so that's okay. I did. <laughs> in the protocol. It is all my fault. <laughs> yep, and I know that you hate the uh, the term Fred and Friends, but that was my idea. So Oh, shame. I did it as ode Man. to AJ because that was AJ's last show before he left Austin was AJ and Friends. Oh, really? So I figured now that... It was going to be Fred, and we don't know who else. Let's just call it Fred and Friends until we get an official show and we start hammering out what's going to happen. And it only wound up being Fred and Friends three times. Well, actually, Fred Davis did one, so that yeah. worked. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, as it played out, we just decided to do it this way so I could take more time off. And I got to tell you, I have never I haven't felt better in years. <laughs> I'm so relaxed. I am. I am so just. I mean, I, I. You know what I've been doing? Sitting around and. Uh, Day drinking and watching all the Netflix, <laughs> like everything on Netflix. What's the What's the current or or what are the uh, series of choice that you've been watching for the last week? I think my favorite one is that uh, Cocaine Cowboys. It's about the the two dudes in Miami, that I, and I didn't know the story because I don't really pay attention to cartel mafia. I'm a mafia guy. I mean, I like Italian mafia, old school. Right, not cartel. Yeah. So I, I didn't even know the story. And um, it's fascinating, man. And it's very well done, and it's only six episodes. So I highly recommend that. Uh, I watched this movie, The Vault, that wasn't bad. I, uh, uh, I, I've watched pretty much everything that's on there. And I've also watched some really terrible movies. And, <laughs> and I, 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 I did watch The Suicide Squad, and I was kind of like, I, I was expecting more from it just because it was James Gunn. I wasn't expecting Guardians, but I was expecting it to be better, and uh, it was okay. There were some cool scenes in it, and Idris Elba was terrific, as he always is, and uh, Margot Robbie, terrific, as she always is, but um, it it wasn't quite what I was hoping for. All right, so if you guys want to get in, we'll take some calls today. 713-780-3776 is the number, or you can uh, get us on... Uh, Twitter at Fred Fowler, F A O U R, at Aaron is Blitzed, uh, at it, it's P Creighton one, right? It is. God, God, you know what? I I should know that. I do know. I do know that. So there you go. Uh, the text line, of course, and uh, for all the Twitchers, and I want to shout out to the Twitchers who uh, popped on and watched when I was with uh, Josh Innes the other day. I did his uh, podcast, and there were a bunch of a uh, bunch of my favorite uh, Twitchers were on there, so it was really cool. I and, listened to it on the way home. Oh, did you? I watched it last night. 
Yeah? How, how was I? How'd I do? Pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, I got to talk to Josh about, you know, I mean, there's ways we could do it where he actually had, instead of it sounding like as a phone call, but. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I was there, I was, uh, I was doing drunk Twitch with Josh on <laughs> Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, or Saturday night, Sunday night, one of those days. They're all running together because I was gone for a week. But uh, I was sitting there commenting on Twitch with a bunch of you know ESPN listeners and Josh and his listeners and somebody and Jilly also. Josh left for a minute and Jilly was like, "Yeah, why have we never had Aaron on the show?" And I was like, "I don't know. Nobody's asked me. If you had asked me, I would say yes resoundingly. But I don't just volunteer. I don't come and try to take over somebody's show. If you want me on, just text me anytime and I'll set up my home studio again and we'll do it from there." Okay. And at that point in time, it will sound like I'm not on a, on a phone. It will sound like I'm actually like this on a microphone. I, I love Josh. He was trying so hard to get me to, to say something controversial. Oh, yeah. And it just it wasn't going to happen. Uh, I mean, I got nothing but love for everybody around here. I, I wish I wish the new guys the best. I like all three of those guys. Uh, and, and I hope you guys give them a chance. Uh, but this is, you know, this is the... Uh, I've been quoting song lyrics too much lately. I am focused on what I am after the key to the next perfect chapter shine down i I, i'm just this is uh this business that we're working on is going to be so huge and i've got so many other things happening that i mean this is what i wanted and you know i i my only thing my only regret is bailing on the listeners that still like me Uh, unfortunately if there were more of those then i'd be okay but ratings are what they are but uh i'm that kind of sucks but man, I, I can't tell you. I haven't stopped smiling in like four days. It's something. There's something. Uh, I, I'm doing a lot of work on the website, and I'm, you know, as Patrick knows, I keep him updated on everything. So I, a couple hours like today, I'd had to do a bunch of uh, financial stuff. But the rest of the time, oh, little weed, little vodka, a lot of Netflix. So uh, yeah, the uh, it, it's it's been such a relief, and I'm I'm so happy that. Uh, uh, so happy Aaron's going to get to work with uh, John and Lance, who are my favorite guys in radio, uh, and other than Patrick. Patrick's up there, too. But you got to work with Patrick. You got to work with the Blitz. Now you're going to get to work with those guys. That's, uh, that's pretty badass. Aaron, how happy are you not to have to stay here till 9 o'clock at night anymore? It's not even a happy that I'm not here till 9 o'clock at night, because guess what? My alarm still goes off at... 3.30 in the morning now, so there's a trade-off there. But the occasional getting to go, like, getting to go to an Astros game yesterday, I was off because we didn't have uh, an afternoon show, so they, we just had Dell run, Charlie, and then you and Joel. So I looked looked at StubHub, and I was like, oh, look, Astros game tickets are cheap. I'm going to go to the Astros game in the midday, and it was nice, and I'm excited to get to go do that again because it's been a long time since I've gotten to just – Throw all caution in the wind and go, you know what? I feel like going to sit and watch baseball and drink beer for a while. Yeah, see, imagine being able to do that almost every day now. I don't have that kind of a bank account yet. <laughs> that's the that's the biggest like impediment to me going to watch games is usually I'm on when the game is on. So I don't get to go to the games as often uh, as, I, as I wanted to or as often as I used to. But uh, So uh, on... On Monday, I'll go back to, to late hits. So we'll be back on it uh, from seven to nine. This is a weird. This is a weird day for me. You and I have become friends. Yeah, and like it's weird to me. And this is not anything against any of the three guys because 
Uh, well, I don't know Brad. I know Jake. And I know Cody. They're good dudes. I, I know Jeremy. Jeremy and I are friends. Jeremy's a great guy. Uh, the idea of you not being a part of the daily lineup, that's still weird to me. It's not to me. I mean, that that's the thing. I, I it's, it, Listen, it, it's been... Yeah, it's time, man. It's time. It, it, and it's also, you know, my... As you know, this is this is a fairly significant business we're launching, and I, I want to be able to, to focus solely on that. I want to be able to, if we're going to go do a live TV show, it, say, oh, I don't know, Lake Charles, I want to be able to go pop over and do that and not have to do 15 hours of radio a week. Yeah, because, you know, when I was doing Sports Map, I just tell people, okay, four to seven, don't bother me. They'd still, Aaron can remember this, I'd still walk in here and, hey, what about this? What about this? What about this? And And I can't do that. So, I mean, listen. How many times did you, hey, what about this? No, I couldn't. I couldn't. But I, I just, uh, you know, I, I'm, yeah, it, it's going to be weird. But I thought it'd be a lot weirder. But this week, just staying home Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You know what I did? Like at 530 on Monday, went out and had a, a drink with one of my business partners. How about that? So hard knock life. Yeah. You know what I did Tuesday night? Went to Taco Tuesday at a local bar when I would have been on air. So, uh, you know what I plan on doing tonight when we get off the air after uh, being on uh, back-to-back shows? All the freaking tacos I can <laughs> shove down. <laughs> oh, man. No, but it, it's, uh, it really did. Uh, okay, I just got confirmation from our guest. How cool is that? Oh, we're having guests. We're going to have a guest in the 6 o'clock hour. We're having guests. Which uh, I'm very excited about. I bet it's a big name because if, if Fred is excited, this must be a big name guest who's uh, confirming. I, I think he's he's pretty big, but more importantly, he's really important to the community. And he has a tie-in to uh, where we're going to do our final show tomorrow. I'll just leave it at that. How's that for a tease? Mattress it, Mac. No, it's not Mattress Mac. <laughs> yeah. Nolan Ryan. Well, Fred, I'm just here to say goodbye. No, it's not Nolan Ryan. Only if he's going to give us some beef to put in your mouth. Um, no, I don't want, I don't want Nolan Ryan's beef in my mouth, but, uh, yeah, just, uh, it's not my job to do that. <laughs> no, not he, did he, did he fly in from Tuscaloosa? Uh, he did not. He did not. But, uh, yeah, man, the thing is, Fred, you've become very famous. Uh, I knew it. it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> almost that famous. Uh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll tell people because, uh, uh, Brian Ching is going to join us on the six o'clock hour. Soccer legend and owner of Pitch 25 in East End Backyard. Uh, his group owns it, and we are very close to, uh, hopefully, we're going to be doing business with Brian on That's the website. So really freaking cool. Yeah, and uh, already got Henry Thomas in. We're working on another name that's going to shock the world that Patrick's working on, uh, that if he pulls that, then we're going to, you guys are going to be pleasantly surprised. And, uh, you know, I had a great talk with Jerry Bo today. We've got some, uh, um, we had some really cool ideas, and we'll be letting you know about. It. You'll hear, you'll hear all hear all about it, and I'll be I'll be doing some podcasts on there and things like that. So I won't be dead, and I, I'm still planning to be around here. The, my my only thing that that I will say is, and I told us to David Gal today. I, I am concerned that I won't even have time to do what he wants to set up. We've got to work something out, uh, which we will. Uh, but yeah, there's a good chance that. At least for a few months, I need to really be focused on this. And then we're going to sell it for a buttload of money and 
Then we'll decide what to do next. Then you're going to play poker. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do that A lot anyway. of poker. A lot of poker. A lot more Netflix. A lot of Vegas. Oh, yeah. Somebody, somebody reminded me. I, I watched a couple of samurai movies. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know what it's called. Attention or something like that. But if you know what? I actually enjoyed them. I don't know why. It's uh, Basically, it was John Wick with a sword in Japanese. And I do like Japanese women, and they are all very, very hot. So it, at least didn't. You know, Subtitles or dubbed? Uh, dubbed, yeah. Yeah. I, I hate dubbed, but I can't. Well, you know what? I can do subtitles now because I don't have to work while I'm doing it. I just watch the subtitles. I don't know. I, I Is it like, you know, original Godzilla movies, bad dubbing, where no, the guy says like 900 words and it, it's like, help us. It's better dubbing than most, but you can tell it's dubbed. So, uh. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know what it was called, but you'll see it on Netflix. It's one of those trending ones, but there's two movies and I watched them both and, uh, some really, you know, I, I, I guess because I'm all relaxed and Zen now, I really appreciate the cinematography in it. Like there's a really cool scene in the snow with blood and, you know, and, and some of the blood splashes just really well done. Have I gone off the deep end here? Am I just dead? What do you mean? Are you? I mean, I mean, am, am I, have, have I just gone weird on you guys that I'm sitting here watching Japanese movies and getting stoned? Well, it's not like you said you were watching hentai. I mean, you were watching. Oh no, but that, I always do that. This is new. <laughs> Come on. Come on. All right. I, you know what? I got to tell you about Lawyer Dave. And uh, matter of fact, hung out with Lawyer Dave on Tuesday. And uh, as we discussed a little business and you know, he's off doing, uh, uh, he's out of town today on a case that he had to uh, drive to, uh, I can't remember where it was, but it was like a five hour drive. And uh, listen, that's what Lawyer Dave will do for you. Uh, Lawyer, Lawyer Dave will take care of your case. If you're in any kind of an accident, whether it's car, 18-wheeler, industrial, workplace, slip and fall, Lawyer Dave's going to take care of the blitzers who've been hurt. Uh, if you have a, a problem with your doctor, guess what? He can fix that too. And the best part is you don't pay a dime out of your pocket. If you need medical attention from your accident, guess what? They're going to take care of that for you if they take your case. And... He doesn't get paid until you win. So there's nothing out of your pocket until you win the case. And he practices everywhere in Texas. That's why he's off driving around today, uh, based right here in Houston. Give him a call, 713-626-8900, or on Twitter at LawyerDaveLaw or LawyerDave.com. And if you can't remember all that, just hit me up and I'll get it to you. El Tigre Tejano. Need a lawyer? Better dial Dave. Real fun. Sports. ESPN 97.5. This is ESPN 97.5. And ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Bauer and friends. And we are back. I still want to say on the Blitz with Patrick Creighton in the house. And uh, yeah, man, I uh, just was chatting with the Twitchers and uh, I just want to clarify the last show's tomorrow. This, this is the last one in studio. And uh, 
and, and I'm still going to be around because we're going to work out something and I'm going to be here a lot anyway for the website. So uh, the people in the building are still going to see. They're going to be sick of me. They already are. And um, this one thing we talked about on Josh in a show is that I, I really do have a dream that if things go the way I expect them to with this website over the next year, then I would love to start a radio station that is like all nonsense, like pirate radio meets WKRP meets rock 101 and it's comedy and it's rock and roll and it's just nutso stuff. And it'll either be the worst thing ever or we'll be legends. Maybe both. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Aaron's going to apply for a job. (laughs) Oh no, I can't steal anybody from here, but, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I just think that would be fun because I, I now I'll be honest with you. And as one of my partners, we can't be expecting to make money off a station like that. It would be <laughs> it would be for fun. <laughs> gonna, we're not gonna, I don't think it's going to be profitable. No, it has to be one of those things where, you know, you open up like the three HD channels. So you have four stations in one, essentially. But uh, no, the old idea of, of what radio was and the I guess the uh, you get to like AOR formats where you don't really have, quote, a playlist. Your, your DJ was the guy who was picking songs like yeah. right there off the top of his head, yeah. telling whatever wacky stories, having people call in with whatever like their relationship problems were and just having like 10, 15-minute conversations. That's, you know, like kind of golden era radio. Yeah, I, I, I want to be Johnny Fever, and that's a reference that nobody, nobody uh, who listens to the station will get. Nobody under 40 <laughs> knows yeah. who Johnny Fever is. I mean, I think under 50, that's, that show is older than people think, but that's kind of, that, that would be what I'd like to do. But, you know, that's, that's down the road, and that's, uh, if everything goes right, and if everything goes wrong, then, you know, I'll be, uh, I'll probably just retire. No, and I say that because, you know, Aaron is what we've described, like his, like perfect ideal like if he was going to build his own radio station like what it would be and he's like you know you'd have music and you'd have a little bit of talk and then you'd play a different you know and you, could, you kind of went back and forth yeah but between the two so that's why you know i had made the the, the, the crackle oh Aaron, that, that's the kind of thing he'd be into um it's 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 a, an era of radio that is gone by and it'd be interesting to see if it would how that would go today i mean it's i mean i know barstool does that kind of stuff but i i wouldn't i don't want to be sports related if we do it i want it to be whatever the hell you want related yeah you can uh i want comedians i want uh i i want an hour of conservative political talk on there just in the middle of it just uh just to mess with people it's gonna i mean i want it to, it would be really bizarre and different and uh d green said i want to be less nesman yeah, i'd probably have a less nesman but uh, but no, I mean, I, I I think that would be a fun thing to do, uh, but that's that's down the road, and that's uh, yeah. There's also, like, man, I, my hope is to turn a lead into a TV network at some point too. So there's there's a bunch of big stuff, and uh, I'm I'm really yeah yeah. This is this is my focus now, but that would be a fun thing to do, and I've been thinking about that a lot lately. It's like, yeah, man, I think we could do that. That would be that, and it, it would you know what it would be? It would be just. Just for me, it would be my idea. And if it bombed, I'd be okay with it. That's why we need to have enough money that we're not worried about making money. Because I don't, I don't know how many sponsors are going to be down with that. But you never know. I'm sure we could. Sure, we give a lot of alcohol sponsors, and by then, maybe weed's legal. We'll get dispensaries. There you go. That's <laughs> that, that would a whole stoner show. So, oh, that would be awesome. You know, in in Denver, uh, I'd seen a report that said there are more 
weed dispensaries in the city of Denver than there are Starbucks, <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts, and McDonald's combined. That's not surprising, actually. <laughs> That's like, well, how? <sighs> this is like a weed dispensary on like every block. Yeah, well, it's uh, it had, yeah, there'll be a stoner show on there. I, I guarantee you that. But, um, you know, the, the one thing is, it, I never intended to get in, into radio. I kind of fell into it. But the guys I grew up with were Moby and Outlaw Dave and all the 101 guys. And I loved that station. And it, it really saddened me when it was gone because those guys were personalities and they t- were storytellers and they were funny and they were edgy. And, you know, that I, I think in that format again, but with a different crew and a different approach, I think it'd be pretty badass. But, again, I might be the only person who listens, but I'll listen. I'll flee a listen, too. <laughs> oh, that's what he's asking about. Did you see uh, Deshaun Watson's little uh, snit today with the media? Yeah, and, and it's, it is so obvious Deshaun wants absolutely nothing to do with being at camp right now. Dude's been here since 2017. Number of times he's ever complained about being videoed. Zero. Yeah. I, every player on the team is videoed, but now like Deshaun's got a snotty comment to make to the media because they're filming him. It's the first time that we actually have Deshaun saying something out of his own mouth since, what, January? Yeah. So because he actually said something, it, it's a big deal. Like, look, dude, if, if part of it is if the Texans weren't such bumbling idiots and dumbasses and screwed everything up, Deshaun, if you weren't such a bumbling idiot, a dumbass, and screwed everything up, we wouldn't have two complete morons trying to see how they could screw up the whole situation. There's no positive. There's no win for the Texans for Deshaun to be at camp. You know, the, the only reason Deshaun's there is to protect his 50 grand. Yeah. And as soon as he told the Texans, hey, I'm coming in on Sunday so I can get my COVID test done and I can get into the NFL intake program so I can come into camp, the Texans should have said, hey, that's great. You know what? Uh, Why don't you stay home? The idea that they're waiting for the NFL to put him on the commissioner's exempt list so that they can pay him to stay home, doesn't. I don't understand that. The Texans are fully capable of saying, we're going to pay you Stay home. Why do they need to wait for the NFL to put him on the commissioner's list so that they can pay him to stay home? It's it's just, it's a damn circus. And, of course, it is because it's the Texans. Well, and I thought they'd solved it by this ankle injury that he got from standing there. That seemed like a pretty good way to do it. Just, you know what? He's hurt. Stay home. Uh, apparently, when you stand there with your hands behind your back or when you kneel down with a hand on a helmet... These are really, really difficult positions to be in on your foot and your ankle. And uh, if you only get a massage for it, you'd be fine. <laughs> well, a couple, a couple other things. People that uh, somebody mentioned, Locke Siebenhausen from 101. That guy, that, that was great. Uh, the, the traffic, and then um, there's a lot of uh, like Dean and Raj, man, guys like that, and uh, Stevens and Pruitt. That I, I mean, that, that's what I and. and the, the one sports show I always liked was John and Lance because they, they were different and they, did, they were themselves. S- too much of sports radio is guys playing a role. And they were always themselves, and that's why I always liked them so much, and that's what we tried to do. Like, I, I, rem- I remember being in uh, Vegas, and I went to see uh, – this was when Lopez was doing the show with Nick Wright. And uh, I wanted to go say hi to Lopez because we worked together for a long time and loved the guy. 
and Nick's doing the show, and he's just, it's like he's an actor doing a show, you know. And I'm like, yeah, that's it's worked out for him. <laughs> he's turned out to be in a good place, but it's just not the kind of thing I like to do. Well, it's funny when uh, when I used to work at six ten, and Nick was there doing the show with Lopez. Uh, Nick had said to me every job he ever did, his demo reel was something he created in the studio. It was never actual on-air performed stuff. He'd write out a whole separate script and go perform it in a side studio, and that would be the the, the material that he sent in. And I was like, well, uh, the first time I got, it, I was like, well, I don't. Why would you? Why would you do that? And then, uh, just from talking to other people in the industry, they all said to me. Yeah, you should go make something separate on the side and not use your actual material. And I didn't realize how how like prominent or like normal that was. Yeah, yeah, I didn't either. Because when I first started, it was uh, uh it it was fifteen sixty, and you know, basically nobody did that fifteen sixty. Just come in here, have fun, do 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 radio, and uh, but then yeah, I started finding man, these guys, that's what they do. Okay, it's not for me, but uh, and Big Swig says Nick Wright is a definition of falling upward. Hey, man, it's made a great career for him. I mean, he's he's take it, that was his goal. That's where he wanted to be. So I'm I'm not in any way knocking him. It was just it, it was just the my point is that I never quite got how guys could do that. How how they could not be themselves on air. How can I deliberately be the agitator? Yeah, well, I mean, I can get that. There's times to do that, but I mean, if you're not being honest and if you're not being who you are, I don't know how you connect with people. Well, he is honest about his massive LeBron fandom. Hmm. That that part is true. And look, I, I, I'm i happy Nick is successful. I'm happy anybody is successful. If you can find a way to, to go make the super coin doing this, you, there's never going to be an, uh, a job that's more fun than doing this and getting paid super bucks. So oh, yeah. God bless him. Yeah. And you just learn to mute every time somebody makes a compilation video like they do with him and with Skip Bayless and stuff with him arguing with each other, arguing with himself because he said two completely different points of view over two weeks that are 100% contradictory and going, well, I believe this. And then the next week he goes, well, I believe that that's the way. And people take it and they splice it together. They go, hey, you're just a freaking hypocrite and you're a liar. You don't believe anything. You just mute when the people do that. And you go sleep on your big bed of money. Yeah. Yeah, and then you get hair. And it makes it easy. Yeah. <laughs> Just like I did from Dr. Linville. And uh, guys, if you're looking at that hairline saying, hey, man, I, I need to do something here. It's time for a change. Dr. Linville's your guy. He uh, extracts the individual follicles from the back of your head, transplants them to where you're thinning. And it's called the Neograph Procedure. It's terrific. It's your own hair, though. He's just moving it from one place to another. And it's, it's a, a one-day process. And, man, when it grows out, it's amazing. And all you have to do is go to 975hair.com, set up your free consultation, and take a look at his hair while you're talking to him, because guess what? He had it done, too. His looks fantastic. And uh, he does a great job. You're going to feel better about yourself. And he's been a a great sponsor and a great friend here. So go to 975hair.com, set up your consultation today, and uh, I I promise you, you're going to get your hair back. You're going to be happier. Uh, you, You know what? I have bad hair days now. How about that? That's a good thing. It really is. 975hair.com. Get your hair back today from my man, Dr. Linville, and the Neograph Procedure. What you gonna do for me? I'm a two. That's two for-
for three. Really pimping like really. Do it big like Willie. State to state, I'll be chasing bags. Call me with the upfront cash. Nobody don't need no pass. Oh, you think you ballin' boy? Man, you need to check up. This is ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and friends. And we're back. Patrick Creighton, Aaron Rabold in the house. Colonel St. James, that's another one. Um, yeah, that, that was that was a, a really cool era in radio. And we had two rocks. We had a 97 rock for a while. Um, but 101 was just legendary. So that, you know, if I live long enough, and uh, we we make the kind of money I think we're about to make. Then yeah, I, I might do that in a couple of years. So seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. If you guys want to get in, so somebody was asking on the the Twitch line about uh, what I thought of the Rockets rookies, and we were, we were talking about it on Twitch. But I've actually been ro- watching Rockets summer league games and enjoying them. So I, I will start off with um. Keep in mind, it's Summer League. Jay Lucas was a Summer League superstar. There's always a bunch of those guys that uh, in Summer League look great. But I really like what I'm seeing out of Jalen Green. And the kid from Spain I got to watch in the Olympics, that dude is big and, and athletic for, I mean, he's, he's just like a rock in there. And In fact, they had, uh, at the end of the game, they had benched the Gasols so he could be in there. That's a pretty good sign. So I, I and... You know, the Turkish kid looks good too, but it, you know it's still summer league, so I'm not going to um, get too excited yet. But I have to say they've been fun to watch, and I, I'd like to see these guys grow together, see what happens. I'm, I'm kind of excited about the Rockets this year, even if they get the number one pick again, because then you can bring in another guy to help. But yeah, I'm I'm actually excited about the Rockets. Am I wrong? Dude, I've been loving watching some of it. It's only been two games. And I've said to every Rockets fan, be excited, be happy, go enjoy everything you're seeing. What you're seeing is is more fun and more hope than what you've had for over a year. So enjoy it. And and I don't think anybody's taking it as, oh, we're we're going to win the championship. I don't think anybody's going that far with it. But you know, Jalen Green looks like he's going to be a legit a legit star. He can get his shot from wherever. Doesn't matter who's guarding him. He, guys hitting, you know, one foot, standing on one foot, hitting threes, falling off to the side around bigger defenders. Uh, Shangun, I love his footwork. I love that he's a big guy who's not a giant tree. Right. You know, a lot of times you see the uh, the centers come from overseas, and they're very fundamentally sound. They're good shooters. Uh, you know, they're good rebounders, but they're not. Overly athletic. This guy, I, I love his athletic. I love his footwork. He's got that soccer player footwork where he can go, he can jump, he can shoot off either foot. So I like seeing that in him. Plus, you know, he's scoring. He totally dominated the paint in the game against Detroit. Totally dominated the paint. You know, uh, he scores, he rebounds, he blocks shots. And, you know, Christopher played a lot better in the second game. Shot 50%, was was facilitating as well as scoring, really athletic, high motor. And like you said, you know, Garuba was, was you know, playing on the Spanish team 
and he was getting a lot of minutes, and he's another guy who's, who's big, he's long, he's got a big defensive motor. I, he, they just got his buyout with uh, yeah. Real Madrid. I'm looking forward to seeing them have all four of these kids playing in summer league. And then you have Kenyon Martin Jr. And you have Kevin Porter Jr. And you have Jay Sean Tate. You've got a lot of young guys whose arrows are all pointing up. There's hope and there's fun for the Rockets. And that hasn't existed for the last year. No, and and all three of these kids they drafted are what nineteen years old. I mean, that's that's the other thing is there's a big up arrow on all of them. And, and you know, I I, I tend to uh, be the one who kind of throws water on things a little bit. So, ah, keep keep in mind that there's a reason those guys went as late as they did in the draft. And um, but I I've been really impressed so far. And yeah, you know, I I think yeah you know, I, I wanted I wanted Suggs, but. After watching, because I hadn't seen enough of Green, man. It's like I, like I watch G League, and I watch a lot of college basketball, so I, I know what Suggs was. They might have made the right choice here. We'll see. I think they're both going to be good. But, yeah, uh, so, yeah, I like what I see so far. How about that? I, I'm even in a positive mindset on the Rockets. You guys might even get me to say something positive about the Texans today. How much did you smoke before the show? I, I didn't. I didn't. I am not high. I, I will be. Edibles? Uh, no edibles. No. I'm kind of running vodka. Uh, no, no vodka, not yet. And you're still happy? Yeah. Hmm. Boom, boom. Mm-hmm. None of that. Wife's out of town. Um, wow, this is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> He's sober. He's sober. No, He's that, happy. That, that's weird enough as it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm usually uh, usually when I'm talking to you. By then, I'm pretty I'm pretty lit. So you're not you're just not used to hearing me sober. Yeah, Matt, as the samurai movies you've been watching have changed your views, Fred. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'm still trying to find something positive to say about the uh, the Texans. And, and Space Ghost says Harden was a huge negative cloud over the Rockets. I, I mean, unless you were just the hardest core of Rockets fan, he was always a hard guy to root for. He was great on offense, but it, it, his style of play was never fun to watch for me. And... You know, and just the fact that he would disappear in the playoffs and all those things, you're just kind of like, eh, hard to get behind this Rockets team. But now, I, I mean, you know, I, I now that they've hit the reset button, I'm having fun with them, and I'm enjoying them. And one thing we've learned about Harden over the years is, like, unless your name is P.J. Tucker, Harden can get low on anybody. Yeah. And he, he ran Kevin McHale out of here. He ran Dwight Howard out of here. He ran Chris Paul out of here. And then he was going to run Russell Westbrook out of here. Like, no, he can't get along with anybody because, especially with with Russ and Chris, where, you know, they got on him when he would take off for somewhere between a few plays and a quarter. If he would just say, all right, I'm just not going to hustle right now. They'd get up on his grill. They'd be the guys who were in the teammates' face about, hey, we need to hustle. We need to, you know, we need to get our effort up. James isn't hearing that. He's going to do his thing. And, like, the dude couldn't get along with anybody. So, like, these are things that we learned, you know, just from following the Rockets over the last years. If you want to say, well, why does it never work? The answer was it didn't work because of James. As great a player as he is, as great a scorer, and he's an elite all-time scorer, he ain't get along with nobody. Yeah, and... I, I I just think it was it was time for them to move on from him and and 
and I like I like what they've done so far. We'll see how it works out. I, I think they're still going to suck next year, but they may be more fun to watch. And Omar uh, says, it's "Weird how we hate preseason, but we're willing to watch summer basketball, which is below preseason NBA." And I mean preseason of football, basketball, oh, and baseball. No, no, stop it! This is preseason NBA with four first round picks. This isn't summer league like bunch of dudes that maybe are going to make the G League. There's four first round picks. And there's, what, two or three guys who played on the team last year. This is totally different than week one NFL preseason, twos, threes, and wannabes. And, you know, maybe they'll show the starter, you know, in a suit on the sideline. This is different. Now, in past years, when you didn't have four first-round picks, totally fine to say summer league, who gives a bleep. Right. You got you got the number two overall pick in four first rounders. Sorry, summer league this year is different than summer league in past years. All right, the, the Texans don't have a number one pick that they're showing off their their new number one pick quarterback, their number one pick wide receiver, their number one pick pass rusher. They don't have any of that. The Texans have a roster that looks like an expansion team. They got rid of a bunch of scrubs, and they brought in a bunch of other team scrubs. I have no desire to watch the Texans preseason whatsoever. But I want to watch this Rockets team because they have four number one picks. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll watch the Texans just because. Because, I, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm starting to enjoy sports again because I, I don't have to talk about it all the time. That's another thing that's a positive. Captain Pope, does anything positive to say about the Texters on your last day, Fred? Well, it's not my last day. It's, it's my... An ultimate day, but I got to use it one more time. How about that? Um, but no, nah, man, 95% of them are great. And to the ones who aren't, I kind of feel sorry for them because who are they going to fixate on with me gone? I mean, I'm uh, all right. Here's, here's another one. I'm like Dulce Doom. You know, who created you if not for me? When, uh, when uh, Arnie is being crucified on the tree of woe. Okay, again, another a reference nobody else gets, but if you sit and watch Netflix all day, go back and watch uh, Conan the Barbarian. And uh, yeah. which, which version of Conan is this? It's the first, uh, the first one, the original one, not the one with, with Arnie. Oh, I haven't seen that in ages. I know, I know. But uh, James Earl Jones is Thalsa Doom. Come on. Now, see, this is, this is why I'm, I'm too old for radio. Nobody gets my references anymore. <laughs> Although I did reference a bunch of other stuff earlier. I don't know. I don't know, when, when you uh, were ma- mentioning some of the other things, people seem to know exactly what you were talking about. Yeah. There's are stuff that we're not really supposed to talk about on radio. Though. What do you mean? Can't talk about hentai on radio? Probably frowns. Probably why I'm gone. <laughs> Probably frowns. <laughs> uh, all right, quick break. It's some Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Ten- This is Heisman's Trophy winner and College Hall of Fame, Billy Sims. And you're listening to ESPN 97.5. This is ESPN 97.5. And ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred and Friends. And we're back. Bunch of bunch of the texters saying, "Am I still blocked? Am I? St-? You're not blocked. I, I don't even know how to block. I really don't. I just uh, when I'd recognize a certain number, I just wouldn't read it. 
because I know it was always going to be something scuzzy. So, uh... Because you're douchey. <laughs> Can we get one last Hey Man bleep? I don't have anything to, to bleep. I'm sorry. I'm in too good of a mood. Hey, you got two hours. I'll think of something. You think? <laughs> It'll happen. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just, uh, I'm, I'm not... I don't want my last minutes on this planet to be negative. I, I just want to be positive. I just want to be happy. So you could positively bleep that. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah okay, let's say, uh, no, no, that doesn't work. Anyway, uh, 713-780-ESPN is the number if you wish to get in. We can take a call or two. Um, you see, Bradley Roby is uh, on the COVID-19 reserve list now. You're starting, you're starting cornerback. I'm trying to find a positive here. Trying to find any positive with the Texans. I mean, I'm positive they win zero games. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, see, I still think they're gonna they're gonna win the opener. I think they're gonna win the opener, and I think they could easily win against the Panthers with the, with the short week on the Thursday night home game. Hold on, hold on, Aaron. Can you pull up what the current line is? Texans Jags Week One. Let's get a, it's like a, Jags a minus. Line. It's like Jags minus one and a half. I think. Um, is that is that with the juice on it, or or is that like that's the, the it's like a, a crappy line? Uh, according to our friends at my bookie, Jags are minus three. Wow, what's the what's uh, the? Give, give me Texan on that. Minus three is what? It's minus one ten, right? Yeah, minus one ten. Yeah, Jags minus three. Yep, I'm gonna take the Jaguars. I will take the three. I will take the Jags and lay the points. Right, I'm good. Uh, you might say I'm stupid in this, but your total is 45. I don't think it gets there. Yeah. yeah that's I, an under. <laughs> yeah, that that definitely feels like an under. I think this is going to be like a 17 to 13 game. Yeah, but uh, no, I, I think I think that the, uh, the Texans have a chance to win week one. Keep in mind that Jags are starting a rookie quarterback who I think will be great. I just don't think he's going to be great day one. And rookie head coach in the NFL, and their talent isn't that great around him. And then I think they could win that. Can, can you find the uh, look-ahead line on the Panthers game? Because that, that one interests me too. But I, having said that, I don't think they win another game until late in the season when people are hurt or somebody's resting. So I feel like if, I mean, if they don't win week one, and I think it's very likely they don't win week one, and they don't win when they play the Panthers where you've got Sam Darnold, who I don't think is, is very good right now, if they don't win one of those two games, I don't think they win again all year long. Unless, like, very, very last week of the season, somebody just decides, we're not playing anybody. Here's the practice squad, guys. Let's uh, let's take a call. Jeff. Whoop, one second. He's, ah, he dropped. Okay, never mind. Bye, Jeff. Nice talking with you, Jeff. That was a good one. Man, he had great points. <laughs> He's uh, an astute sports fan. And Pope says uh, Urban Meyer hasn't ruled out starting Gardner Minshew week one. Yeah, he has. Stop that. Yeah, I don't think I don't think so. But starting Gardner Minshew. Psst, come on. They 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 didn't take Trevor Lawrence number one. So like, hey, you know what? Why don't you sit behind this former sixth round pick who's hasn't really won a whole lot? Yeah. Stop. Uh, uh and Lamont was saying, he's like, I wasn't saying it's a bad thing, but even when the Texans got Deshaun, I really didn't care about preseason. I, I didn't either because I didn't think, I thought they were going to do the stupid plan where he, uh, uh, he was going to sit for the year. He was going to sit for the, at least the first part of the year. And I was, 
He like, sat for the first half. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, oh, that it, all this Tom Savage, Tom Savage, Tom Savage. And I, w- I would watch when Deshaun was in preseason. And what he did in the preseason didn't really indicate what he was going to wind up doing in the regular season until he broke. No, but, but I remember being at camp that year. Uh, and he was out playing Savage so badly. And we all knew it. Everybody who's covering the team is like, yeah, Watson's clearly the best guy on the team. Watson's clearly the best guy on the team. But O'Brien was, was you know, locked in with, no, Tom's been here. Tom's paid his dues. Tom knows the offense. Because remember, knowing the system was really important for Bill O'Brien. Tom knows the system, and it's his turn, and it lasted 30 minutes. Yeah. All right. You want some breaking news? Um, sure. Kawhi Leonard, four years, $176 million to go back to the clip joint. All right. And not play this year. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, try Jeff again. What's up, Jeff? Hey, Fred. Hey, Fred. How are you? Fantastic. Hey, man. I appreciate you. Uh, I watched you a long I listened to you a long time when you were on the midday show. Hey, Patrick, like you too. But listen, I'm going to tell you a quick degenerate story. Um, so back in the day, you had done a road show. You were there by yourself. AJ wasn't there. You were at the Wingstop in Friendswood. My son was in fifth grade, I believe, in elementary school. I actually went to the school, took him out of school to come and meet you because I used to listen to you all the time. Oh, during the midday, though, of course, then in the evening. And so we went up there. I ate. You gave him a gift card. He was so ecstatic. So we got free wings. So he's completely ecstatic. And then the uh, promotion people took a picture, posted on on Facebook. And my ex-wife found out that I took my son out of school to take him up to meet you guys. <laughs> Needless to say, was an unpleasant evening conversationally, but it was a great opportunity to meet you and consider myself a degenerate. So I listened to you for years. I've always enjoyed you and your take on uh, both both uh, politics and sports and your uh, opportunity to kind of give neutral positions and your opinion. And I've appreciated and respected you. So I just want to say thank you. If I called in a few times with you and AJ over the years, but uh, that was it. Going to miss you and uh, just thank you for all that you've uh, contributed. Thank you, brother. And you know what? Then there's a, probably a good reason she's an ex-wife. You know, there's, uh, yeah, there's there's certain things. Like I, I had, we were talking about this. I'm about to do a letter, Kenny thing. Okay, this is more recent, right? So you guys will get this. I was talking to some friends of mine today. Uh, the other night we we're out we we're out having a few drinks, and one of our friends, um, his uh, his girlfriend told him that he drank too much. I'm like, okay, you you need to dump that one. We're, we're not having that. Not in this group. Tell her to up her game. Well, yeah. Do I drink too much or do you not drink enough? Yeah. Yeah, whenever uh, – it's funny because like, every now and then the wife will get on me about it and, I'm, and I'll just politely remind her of me having to come pick her up a couple weeks ago because she uh, couldn't get an Uber. This the old uh, George, Thur- uh, George Thurgood song, if you don't start drinking, I'm going to leave? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Yeah. But uh, – you know that, that you know it's what what's really cool is over the years man i I've, I've met so many of you guys and so many are just awesome people and and it's been fun to hang out with you and I've, a lot of people just became really close friends just because they listened to the show and it's very cool it is and, and that's that's going to suck to not have uh, anymore but i said uh, i i'm not going to rule out popping up on a road show every now and then or you know and i'm still going to be out and about a lot but 
Anyway, that's an hour. We're down to we're down to five hours. Five hours of Falcon. I don't know about this. How can we survive, Aaron? All right, quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. My name is Bob Lee, and you're listening to ESPN 97.5.